Hey friends, looks like you clicked on our awesome podcast, which is just two best friends talking about nerdy stuff, interesting stories from their lives, and reading and reacting to fictional stories found on the internet. But as with most things found on the internet, this podcast is absolutely not for children, or some adults, you have been warned. today mike um i said i had nothing to talk about and then i just immediately remembered things to talk about um nice love when that happens i'm all right i had an x-ray today before work it's cold as shit outside that's uh that's some of the biggest news lately it's just (laughs) it's pretty boring it's really cold and i had an x-ray today but (laughs) yeah no i'm fine i just had to get it before an appointment uh, for other things they need to make sure my shit's in order Right. Is that, your shit in order? I think so. They didn't tell me. The x-ray, x-ray okay. techs are secretive people. They're like, I'm just yeah. getting the pictures for somebody else. I won't tell you. <laughs> I don't even know how to read it. I just know how to take the picture. Yeah, I think you only know if something's wrong. If they like take it and they're like, oh. <laughs> now I'm no doctor, but that like, doesn't look good. <laughs> hey, did, um, hey, did you lose a key recently? Perhaps you were in a, a scrap of some kind. Because I have some news. You're pregnant with Clef. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> Fuck, that'd be yeah. so good. Finding something missing on an x-ray. <laughs> Fuck, that'd be so fucking funny. Just like something wild, like the battery to your phone or something. Like, fuck, I was yeah. missing a second battery. All right, you didn't even know it was there. Yeah. Like, you don't even remember doing it. I guess I sat on it so long, it fused with my bum. <laughs> I wonder what the strangest thing an x-ray technician has ever found in someone. I mean, there's really good pictures that you can find where people have been x-rayed. And, like, you can see some soft tissues, which is why they're like, oh, you see this shadow or this lump. Like, oh, that's because that's, like, cancer. See, like, you can see other things. But, you can, like, you can see, like, the ghost of things. But, but bones and, like, metal and stuff show up really well. You can see pictures of people's hog full on just like to the side if they're like x-raying their leg or something sometimes you can just see somebody's full (laughs) fucking dick uh that's hilarious it's extremely funny (laughs) uh i mean it might be impressive for some i guess (laughs) that's a keeper (laughs) that's going on the fridge Actually, I um I I helped somebody clean up uh, a rental space once, and that was bad. I wouldn't have do- done it unless I was being paid, but I was. And the people that lived there were just fucking animals. I don't mind saying it; they were the fucking worst. They left the place in such a state. One of the things oh, was, really? I guess they had broken a bunch of bones at one point because, like, the window over the kitchen sink was covered in x-rays and 
they had like taped the the x-rays to the window which are honestly pretty cool that's weird (laughs) i don't i I look kind of cool to be honest and it's probably good for somebody trying to block out a lot of light i guess or yeah neat but anyways uh like whatever kind of film is used on the x-ray it was it just came off when we peeled off the x-ray the like a bunch of the black was just stuck to the window and we're like well fuck now what oh no yeah i mean it is cool i guess but it's kind of weird that they just kind of left it behind (laughs) yeah no i mean they were they also left dirty dishes in a closet with the door closed and they were covered in maggots when we found it so these were animal people (laughs) oh no yeah i was not oh, impressed oh my god <laughs> that just made me a little bit sick yeah <laughs> like it's funny because like if you think about it we're not so far removed in history where it wouldn't be like uncommon to see maggots but we're pretty privileged i guess now where it's like you're likely pretty far removed from seeing maggots often so it is absolutely fucking foul when you do encounter them you're just like oh jesus christ i know what that is (laughs) uh yeah i made a mistake if i'm seeing this i made a mistake (laughs) that's a no-no oh man that's gross did you get paid well at least was it good no no that was that was not a great job that was um that was part of a larger employment thing which i won't get into but it was um that day wasn't good it's like oh you finished your normal duties well we like well the owner that pays you owns this whole building and so we rent out the top to make ends meet and uh those people just moved out and they're dirty pig people so you need to go help clean up (laughs) and it was like oh great Like, it was all fun and games, so we found the maggots, and then everything else, I was like, I was scared to pick up anything for fear of what was underneath. Yeah, Cause I like, can see that. Ma- like, maggots, maggots go hard. So, like, <laughs> that's a pretty high bar. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that could be under that, and so it's like, well, if those are here, then who knows what else? There might be a fucking bear trap under the doormat. That's true, yeah. Yeah, you could be getting yourself into something weird. Speaking of cleaning, though. Like, I've always kind of seen, um, the crime scene cleaners on Facebook and stuff. Like, a lot of people do TikToks about it and stuff. That seems like an interesting job. Yeah. I think I'd do it. Really? Because I think that you're going to yeah. see some maggots there, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, thinking about the maggots is like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of gross, but I think I could do it. I think the thing is certain violent crimes, I think you would almost be more okay with, which is upsetting. But like, I wouldn't like, I found a bed in the woods once with a rotting mattress on it and I was deeply upset and I didn't even have to clean it up. I was like, I don't think that was a a bed of good purpose. So (laughs) like, I don't think crime scene cleanup crew would be very fun in that same vein. That's not a wholesome bed. That's a sad bed. That's a bad bed, yeah. I guess so, yeah. I didn't really think about that. No, you didn't. Not even for a fucking second. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking more of like, you know, just someone passed away peacefully in their house and you had to like... That's not a crime. What you described isn't a crime. First problem. (laughs) This guy died without a permit. Someone burglared a house 
and I had to go in and sweep up the glass. The burg- well, that's fine. They burgled the house. Yeah, no, that's not they bad. burgled it. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> how many Mr. Clean Magic erasers does it take to get brain juice off of the ceiling? Probably a I'd bit. Imagine, like, I'd imagine at least a pack. I'd say at least four or five. Yeah. I don't know, though. Those magic erasers are pretty strong. <laughs> no, it's funny. Apparently, it's not a chemical process with the magic erasers. It's the shape of the actual sponge. It, like, this This sounds bullshit, but this is what I read. It's not, like, okay. a, necessarily the chemicals in the sponge. It's the actual shape of the sponge. Like, the way the bubbles form in it, it creates surfaces that are stupidly sharp. Really? Like, it's not really that hard, but, like, you're scrubbing... It just basically erodes it because you're scrubbing it with a surface that has like very fine little sharp points to it. So it eventually takes off whatever you're scrubbing. And so like that's why it might like there's a marker on the wall. It will take the marker off. It's also going to take a little layer of paint with it too. That's interesting. I did not know that. I assumed it was something to do with like a little bit of like a... uh, erosion type deal not necessarily a chemical thing but the fact that there's little bubbles is pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah i just figured it was like a little bit of sandpaper or something in there just a little sand, just a little mr clean secret sand <laughs> yeah just just some secret sand it's that borax. mr clean came up with <laughs> it's like a bunch of little bald heads you know <laughs> those are smooth though those aren't sharp <laughs> Imagine know, the soothing sharp. bald head of Mr. Clean. <laughs> Rubbing all up on you. Imagine a hundred little bald oh heads. Oh my god. Ew. <laughs> Fuck. Ew. Oh, god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, this conversation really got away from me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm having a hard time sticking with it, if I'm being perfectly honest. I'm trying to yes and you, but I don't want to have a, a bald man rub his surfaces on me. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm here to yeah. clean your whole house and everything that's in it. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's going to take forever, isn't it, Mr. Clean? <laughs> Jesus. Uh I bet you could turn Mr. Clean, like a Mr. Clean commercial into a horror horror movie real quick. Yeah, there are he's already a thirst trap for certain demographics, so like <laughs> there's a, he's more versatile than people give him credit for, I think. Absolutely. Was you suppose he's based on a real person? Was he based on a real person? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Have you seen any good movies this week? <laughs> um I I had a so no, but I got a story for you. I'll tell. I, 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 actually, you know what? Yeah, no, yes. So I started watching Wednesday with uh, Sydney. Nice. Which was nice because I loved the Adams family as a kid. And okay. Sydney's like, oh, you like Wednesday, huh? We you know she's autism coded. And I was like, thank you for trying to <laughs> typecast me and my interests and put me in a box. Hmm, interesting you like this character huh yes of course i like wednesday adams she was the best she was so funny <laughs> the Adams family was the fucking best it was good i enjoyed it as well but i like the new show it's not the best but i mean i'm just sitting there leveling my pokemon anyway so it's definitely functional as like a show <laughs> while i'm yeah i watched it run, yeah, i thought it was good running around not spain trying to level up my fire crocodile or whatever <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, no, I also watched that. Uh, I finished it. That was all right. Oh, that reminds me. We finished Modern Family. And, um, oh, nice. I was like, yeah, you know, wind it up. It's starting to, yeah. uh, it's a little old now. It's, I think it's time to wind it up. And I was like, yeah, these, this has real last season vibes. Yeah. And, um, Sydney cried. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, thank goodness it's over. And it wasn't like an absolute shitter. But it's like, it was fun, but, you know, I'm over it. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it had a pretty good ending, though. That was all right. Everybody's moving away and doing new things with their lives. But it's like, I still hate most of you. So, like, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. See you never. Yeah. How'd you feel about Haley and Dylan ending up together? Sydney spoiled that for me before we started, before I latched onto her catching up with the series. She was okay. like, isn't it crazy that Haley and Dylan wind up together? And I was like, you fucking what? And she's like, I thought you finished the whole series. And I'm like, no, I stopped at like season seven or something. Like, what the fuck oh, are no. you talking about? <laughs> he wasn't even back in the picture at that point. No, exactly. I thought they wrote him out of the show because he was extremely boring as a character and stepped on <laughs> Luke's shoes too much as being stupid. That is true. He was, he did uh, take away from Luke being stupid, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of overlap. My problem with Modern Family was that like the characterization, like they did in some parts really good characterization and like it was they had nice like things to come back to so it's like there's magic okay we got phil like it's gonna be football okay like jay and cam are gonna have like a hand on it whatever but like then other episodes are like oh remember like i've been studying russian for like three years and then it never comes up again or something Russian comes up and nobody's like, let's go ask the person that we know that studies Russian. <laughs> like they, they do all this deep lore, but then they don't commit. And that's my issue. Yeah. And the, and to do it right would be more difficult by a lot. You'd have to have a cheat sheet for every character. And like, remember in this episode, they say I'm deathly allergic to pineapple. Then how can we see them eating pineapple later? Like, yeah, unless you're catching them in a lie, which happens in the show too. But like, I, I think they need to go harder on the deep lore. Maybe I'm spoiled by some of the kind of... Maybe I'm spoiled by Dark Souls, which has the deepest, most incomprehensible lore. But, like, it, you know what I mean? I feel like yeah, no, it, I agree. it had it there, and it just constantly dropped the ball. Yeah. I 100% agree. I feel like a lot of shows do that. Especially shows that go on for a long time. And I feel like... Um, like people who watch the shows are much more uh, dialed in on the characters, I think, and they pick up on little things like that a lot of the time. Yeah, and I understand too. Like you write the show or whatever, you're a writer for the show, and then like it gets filmed, but and you're like you're you're one of like maybe a dozen writers or more working on this over the span of like weeks, so it's easy to miss some things. But then their final product exists, so I feel like it shouldn't be impossible to have a show bible. That Absolutely. says, you know, it's in stone. You know, we we have it in the final cut. They said this. So this is a true fact about these characters, and it's just yeah. a fun thing to have something to loop back into later. Yeah, it's absolutely. like Velcro that holds the plot together. <laughs> I like that. <clears throat> that is a great analogy. Well, I thought about loops and hoop and lo- what is it? hoop and loop and hook. 
is like the proper terminology for what Velcro is. Velcro is like a brand name. Really? Yeah, it's loop and hook not... fasteners, I think. Did not know that. Fastening strips or some shit like that. I scared Sydney nice. recently. Nice. How'd uh, you do that? <laughs> um, she was texting me, like we were at we're both at work and like I was on a break or whatever, and I was texting her and she's like, I'm sleepy, and I'm like, I'm really sleepy too. I didn't sleep well last night. I had a dream that we were being hunted by a murderer, and she just texts me back, <laughs> dot dot dot, me too. <laughs> And oh, I was weird. Just like, oh, well, did yours involve a lot of shovels and cupcakes? No? All right. Well, that, that would have been nuts if that was true. But I, yeah. You got to elaborate now. Shovels and cupcakes? Yeah. No, it was actually scarier than it sounds. So um, it was, it's kind of funny. So to be clear too, if, if we had both been dreaming about the same thing, that's not that weird because we sleep in the same bed and I'm pretty sure we both talk in our sleep. So like, right. that's how that would happen. I'm not, I don't know. I don't believe in prophecy or whatever, but like, so in my dream, Sydney just said we were out in the woods and we we're being like hunted or whatever. It's like, oh, spooky, scary. Mine was like, I was made aware for whatever reason, there was like a lunatic on the loose. So I was like, okay. And we were like driving home and some guy had like a cupcake stand on the side of the road and then just came to the car to like offer a cupcake and I got real bad vibes. So like I just went through the light or whatever while he was coming up to the car and he was like chasing and like slamming on the window and stuff. And I was like, okay, no, that was the right call. Like that's the fucking <laughs> lunatic right there. That's the guy that was foreshadowed on the radio broadcast when we went out to make out point or whatever. But yeah. like, Okay, car door. But like, <laughs> then we get home and like, we look up information about it. And it like, it's like his calling cards, like a shovel. And then I go and like, I look out in our backyard and there's like shovel, like dug into the dirt that does not belong to us. And then I look out like Shit. another window and there's like another shovel, like stuck into another part of the lawn. And then there's like one leaning up against the front door. And it's like, then we start like hearing banging on different doors around the house. And it's like, okay, yeah, no, I'm fucking scared. And then I wake up. And the first thought that I had when I wake up was, I have armor and a sword. Fucking bring it. I, I see your shovel and I raise you sword. Um, then my next thought was, I guess I could call the cops. Yeah, there you go. But like, I was like. Who needs to do that when you have armor and a sword yeah no it's like well you know this is my when i you know if the armored shoe wear fits wear it so like (laughs) but uh no i was literally my first thought was i'll grab my sword okay i'm awake all right wow good to know there's a plan like (laughs) i guess i should have called the cops uh that's really funny yeah no so sydney didn't go into detail about hers but she was just real spooked when i texted her that i had a dream about us dying too that's hilarious yeah i mean i I would probably be freaked out if i had a similar dream to Lindsay about especially about us getting murdered (laughs) yeah well you know knock on wood hasn't happened yet (laughs) Uh, that's good though i like it that was a great dream i I don't, I can never remember my dreams lately. I don't most of the time. I've been dreaming. I used to remember every single one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. 
I think that's yeah. our sleep cycles changing or something as we get older. Like, when you think about yeah. school, you're so used to school. I don't know about you. When I was in school, I had a very regular bedtime. Like, not even, like, set by my parents necessarily, but, like, I always went to bed at the same time and I always wake, woke up. Now I kind of do the same, but it's, like, on weekends, it's an absolute, like, could be anything. I might stay up till four for giggles. I might get sleepy and go to bed at midnight. Like, <laughs> dude, like early for me is usually midnight or so. But um, yeah. So I think part of that is like I never, I'm never really in a good sync with my sleep. So it's probably harder to like have my cycles lined up in a nice way where I can remember my dream. Mm, that's true. That's a good way to look at it because my sleep schedule is absolute dog shit. Just all over the place. <laughs> no regularity? <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, it's rough, actually. I kind of need to figure that out. <laughs> that's a goal for 2023. <laughs> that's, that's a future Tyler problem. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a next year's Tyler's problem. Oh, this Tyler has too much on his plate. We got to push some of that <laughs> off on the next Tyler. <laughs> I do that with other mics, too. Like, tomorrow, Mike... He might wake up sleepy, but this guy at least beat the level he was working on in the video game. <laughs> but like, I I rarely suffer many consequences from being tired or anything. And it's funny, like as much as I drink energy drinks and stuff, there's plenty of days where I don't. I haven't had a coffee or energy drink or anything today. I just started a Coke before we started recording. And like, I'm not tired. I'm just I'm having it because I enjoy it. But like, it's funny that like I, how much I consume caffeine, but I don't seem to be fully addicted the way some people are where they get headaches and stuff. Yeah. I'm very lucky that way, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Sure. I smoke I like sometimes I'm... and I drink sometimes and everything else, <laughs> but I've found something I'm not addicted to. Actually, that and gambling. I never really got into gambling. I've bet yeah. money at casinos and things. I've like done that, but I never went what a rush want to do it 10 more times or whatever i was like ah oh, well piss like i won a few hands and i ended up losing everything oh well like that was my budget of money to lose so it's not really a loss i bought entertainment for like an hour or whatever yeah exactly it's all good i've never been into gambling either honestly you ever... i think i gambled like one time and that was it you ever been to a casino uh it was like a real small casino when we went uh dominican let's go it was like on the resort let's do an argle bargle trip to niagara and i'll show you canada's <laughs> shitty las vegas there you go i'm down we can go to a keg that has a beautiful view over the falls it's actually really nice i've been up there okay perfect i'm i'm interested i had an official business meal nice me and Lindsay here were talking about possibly doing uh niagara for a honeymoon at some point i guess she can come yeah <laughs> uh, can you imagine if i was uh, like yeah Lindsay, mike's coming on our honeymoon with us mike and tyler <laughs> and his new wife Lindsay, <laughs> in the honeymoon suite <laughs> mike can't take a hint <laughs> keeps falling asleep in the hot tub <laughs> Woke up like one of those white raisins. <laughs> That'd be fucking good. Could I? I bet you could die 
if you were submerged in water, even if it was very clean water, I bet there's a t- amount of time you could stay in the water before you just died. Like your skin just like all your nutrients leached out through your skin or something. Probably, yeah. Fuck. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible way to go. Well, the results are back. <laughs> your skin all wrinkled and brain all smooth now. I'm sorry, you're like a you're like a basset hound now. <laughs> Are they the wrinkly ones? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Nailed it yeah. without getting it wrong for once. Good job. Didn't even flub the verbiage or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I can picture it now, like we have like the honeymoon suite and we all show up and go in and rose petals on the ground and <laughs> mike goes over and takes a champagne out of the out of the bucket lies down on the heart bed to say hey guys what are we doing tonight yeah <laughs> munching doritos smearing the dust all over the nice bed sheet covered in rose petals <laughs> uh, that's funny <laughs> Oh shit! God. <clears throat> oh man. <laughs> All right, Mike. Let's hear a green text. I was gonna do one about fuckable Pokemon, but I decided it wasn't that funny after. <laughs> Just because I've been uh, playing a lot of Pokemon, and then I reread it, and it's like that's not that funny. Uh, how's the Pokemon going? That's all right. It's at the end of the day, it's a children's game, so people that complain about it too much are funny. But right. um, I don't know. <laughs> it's I I enjoy it, and a lot of people are like I, I listen to a few very serious critiques of it, and like long format critiques with like people just discussing it, and I can see their points on a lot of things, but I still enjoy it. I don't know, like it's. I also haven't played like every mainline Pokemon game. So I recognize there's parts of it that aren't perfect. Actually, right. in one of the critiques I was listening to, um, one of the reviewers couldn't be arsed to play it too much. So they had their kid play it and interviewed their kid about it. And the okay. kid made a really good point, which I'm glad um, because I thought like, am I stupid? And it's like, well, this kid thought the same thing. So maybe I am stupid. But like, <laughs> there, there, like, there's a lot of surfaces that look like I could climb that, or like my mount can climb that, and then it can't. But sometimes they can. Right. Like sometimes, like, yeah, that's about the right height. And other times, like, oh, you just missed it. It's like, okay, oh, I guess that's later. Super annoying. Yeah, it's like, okay, there's a power I can get later that could make me access it if I really want to. But it's annoying that it's so like it's not obvious like you'll come back later. It's like, well, they look exactly the same height as other things I've jumped, but this one just doesn't pan out. It's like, am I not cheesing it right? Do I have to access it from a different direction? It's just like things like that are annoying. Um, It's not perfect. It's very easy Um, because like a lot of the newer Pokemon games do like XP share by default so obviously you could just turn it off if you're really bothered but like it's it's pretty easy Okay, there's parts where I'll go and I'll be like oh I'm not supposed to be here yet holy shit but those are getting much fewer and further between because like I'm not even trying to grind my Pokemon but just by like exploring because it's an open world 
I end up like, okay, all my Pokemon are level 40. Let's do this gym battle. Oh, and the gym leader's best Pokemon's like level 25. Wow. <laughs> so I guess I'm ready to take on the Elite Four, but the gym leader is uh, yeah. pretty low. Again, I'm not like grinding. I'm just like, let's explore this direction as far as I can go. And because like I'm facing Pokemon and beating them as I'm just going, like not even like an absurd amount, just like they're in front of me or they attacked me while I was exploring. I try to avoid lots right. of fights because I'm so wildly over leveled now. I have like three gym that's badges nice. and all my Pokemon are like level 40. Shit. Yeah, that's not how it usually goes. <laughs> that's wild. How are the new starters? Which one did you pick? I picked the fire crocodile and it looks really stupid, but it looks way less stupid than the other starters, final evolutions. And remember okay. my argument about there's never enough good fire Pokemon. I was wrong. Yeah. I w there's so many <laughs> fire Pokemon in this one. And um, I, I like it. Don't get me wrong. And it's, there's so many fire Pokemon or Pokemon that eventually get the fire type. I really want to replay it at doing a fire gym leader run where I like a monotype run or whatever, whatever they call okay. it, where I can only use Pokemon that have the fire type or can get the fire type without including the terrestrializing bullshit, whatever. I want to do that. Yeah. Cause I think it would be a more enjoyable game to make it just that much harder on myself. That'd be cool. And I think having a theme is important for some games, like games that don't require role play, but leaning into the role play is fun. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. <clears throat> we'll stream it on the Argle Burgle Twitch. Yeah. Well, how about you post something to the Instagram before you go promising us having a Twitch channel? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I could do that. Well, I have a green text about bootleg video games. Oh, perfect. I'm going to have to censor some of this, I am pretty sure. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. That's, yeah, it starts off with some language. <laughs> What's your video game launch horror story? Here's mine. Be me. Uh, November 2014. New Call of Duty Advanced Warfare Midnight Launch at GameStop. Dad drives me there close to midnight. He has to get up to work at his construction job at 3 a.m. Waiting in line. Teenager walks up to me. Hey kid, they accidentally gave me an extra copy. Do you want it for $20? Excitedly and dumbfuckedly tell him yes. My dad hands the guy $20 and we go back to his beat up truck. We get home. I'm excited. Dad comes in the living room. It's almost 1.30am. He's still gotta get up at 3am for his job. Oh no. Ah, my boy. Here's the new Call of Battlefield, Advanced Medal of Honor 4. <laughs> turn on my Xbox One and put the disc in. The screen turns black as it loads. And drums start playing. I get rickrolled. Dad stares at the screen in disbelief as a 240p Rick Astley dances on screen. And he's only going to get like half an hour of sleep. He gets up and grabs me by the wrist and starts whooping my fucking ass while getting rickrolled at 2 a.m. Never ended up getting the actual game. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. 
Fuck. Well, <laughs> it's just one of those things, you know? <laughs> just beats his ass. <laughs> I could understand the feeling. I'm not advocating doing it, but I could understand being pretty fucking miffed. Yeah. Golly, it's 2 a.m. And I sure do have a lot of feelings that I'm too tired to process. (laughs) Well, geez Louise, my little man, you better get your butt into bed and think about how you're going to earn me $20 to pay me back for the bullshit you put me through. I'm also suing you for emotional damages. Can you imagine a parent suing their own child for emotional damages, like, while they're still a child? I can see it happening later in life, like, when you're both adults, and, like, yeah. the person you raised is terrible and terrorizes you. I'm not saying yeah. there's not a valid reason to, that exists to sue your child for emotional damages, but when they're, like, a child child. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be really interesting to have a legal precedent for what is the normal amount of abuse to take from your child. That would be interesting, yeah. That would be an interesting thing to quantify. I feel like depending on the judge, I feel like it could go one of two ways. If yeah. the judge has a child. As, as we all remember, the precedent <laughs> sent by the state of Mississippi versus Smith... You, sir, fall at a point seven on the Smith scale. If you can't handle this child, you might not be a good parent now. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. That would be so good. <laughs> a unit of torture from child. <laughs> oh, man. It's measured in gray hairs. Gray hairs is a unit of measurement of... <laughs> How much bullshit you put up with from your kid. Uh, we've read some stories on here where the parents would definitely win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, was, the emotional trauma that some of these parents have been put through. Yeah. In Texas v. Gomez, we did determine pants shitting only becomes excessive, applicable to the Smith scale after the age of 10. fuck that'd be so good it's funny because like it seems like something pretty nebulous maybe there is a legal precedent and it's like don't tell nobody like can't have everybody suing their kids society would collapse shh don't tell nobody Uh, I feel like if your child ever goes taint the paint as our episode that went up today that is enough emotional trauma. You deserve to sue them. <laughs> Thinking about it now, I think an appropriate response would be to Kool-Aid man your way through that wall. <laughs> Next to your pooping, farting child. <laughs> Try to get a bit of drywall dust up in there. Try to scare them. Oh my. That's funny. That is a wild thing to think about, though. How much, like... (laughs) What's the normal amount of shit to put up with? Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously some people have it worse than others, you know? I was a good kid. And you're just supposed to take it. (laughs) Yeah. As a parent. (laughs) I mean, I guess technically it is your fault. 
You did do this. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> you brought him into the world. It is your fault. Con- but some consequences are avoidable. Why not this one? <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. I feel like the green techs lately have just been top-notch. Oh, that's good quality, when I uh, when I go through and I remove the ones that are garbage, it certainly helps. <laughs> you know, I haven't done any green text editing in a very long time, actually. No. No, no. It, I've only done it like twice. No way. And there's some categories that I still haven't touched, which is why we're getting a lot of the same categories. <laughs> I have been putting off my duties. That's fine. In the show that I edit and. Uh, <laughs> To do all the research for. <laughs> yeah, you're killing it. Thanks, my dog. You watch any shows? Uh, just uh, Wednesday, I watched that one. Mm-hmm. And I watched a movie today. It was one of the most interesting, weird movies that I think I've ever seen, really. Um, it was called Everything... Everywhere, all at once. I've heard really good things, but I haven't seen it myself. It, it was good. I, <laughs> I enjoyed it, but it was like really weird at times. And every type of drama, or every, no, every type of genre, sorry, that you could possibly think of. They managed to squeeze into this movie. That was one thing I heard is a lot of drop, like a genre hopping. So it follows like yeah. the one story, but different scenes are just in different genres. Yeah. So like yeah, it was, is it there, was enjoyable. Is there just like a random tense scene where they're in a Western, like having a Mexican standoff? Uh, no, I guess they didn't Damn fit it. Westerns in there, but that would have been good. <laughs> But no, it gets it gets weird. There's some weird shit. Uh, but I do recommend. I highly recommend. It's hard to really talk about it without giving anything away because there's so much that happens. Damn it. I guess I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I guess like the premise is just this this older lady um kind of discovers the multiverse, I guess. Okay. <laughs> is the best way to put it. And yeah, it just kind of gets it just kind of gets crazy. It's good. Okay, I'm sold. Yeah. Where can I watch it? Yeah, I think you should do it, and then we'll talk all about it. Where can we'll spoil I watch it for it? everybody else? Where can I watch it? Uh Prime, Amazon Prime. Damn it! <laughs> I'm trying to find a reason to get rid of Prime after I watch Jack Reacher. I actually, I, I do got to finish American Gods, I guess. Yeah, and you got to watch this movie now. Yeah, that's true. Also, Spider-Man No Way Home is on there. I already watched it, actually. Okay, you like it? Yeah. I only got Prime for the boys, if I'm being honest. That's fair. And that's why I'm like, cancel it, cancel it. Wait for the next season to come out. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares about the rest of Prime. Actually, I I do like where I can pause it and be like, which actor's in this scene right now? Haha, argument solved. That is cool. That is a cool feature that I didn't know was a thing until um, we're. Wa- I'm watching Chuck actually as well. 
Me and Lindsay are watching that together. I thought you already show. watched Chuck. Uh, I watched half of it like way back when it was on TV. Oh. Yeah. I've never finished it. <clears throat> but yeah, it's good. I enjoy it. Yeah, but I highly suggest you watch this movie. And then cancel Prime. Perfect. <laughs> it's a long movie. It's like two and a half hours. I mean, that's that doesn't phase me. That's good. Yeah, it's funny what binging, like normalizing binge culture has done for like movies and and shows. Like I was talking yeah. about, like I treated Cyberpunk as basically a ten hour long movie, right? I, or five hour long, five hour long movie. But like, you know, it had breaks so you could stop and think about it if you wanted, or like pick up the next day. That's an interesting yeah. thing, I guess, when you're sitting down with something and you're like. Should I do it as a movie or a show? Like, which one's better for... The, what's a better format for this story? Yeah. That's like, true. I could not sit down and watch, like, the three-week-long movie of Game of Thrones. Like, it's like, no, kill me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so, at some point, you go on into obvious TV or TV territory. But other ones, like, no, maybe it should just be a five-hour-long movie with set intermissions. Yeah, there you go. Intermission should be more of a thing. I I, I wish agree. movie theaters had intermissions, but I feel like that's like a weird thing too to cut right in the action. But there's a lot of movies where you could absolutely do it. Just yeah. like the characters go into a diner and it's like, all right, time to eat. And then it just comes up on screen in text like, these characters are going to sit and just actually eat a meal for 10 minutes. <laughs> go get some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're running away from that psycho killer, but would you like to sit down and share a full bag of M&Ms with me? Yes, I would. <laughs> Just a 10-minute M&Ms commercial in the middle of the movie. Mmm, green ones taste different. No, they absolutely don't. That would be such a... What's like... your favorite M&M? I like the peanut ones. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be like such a weird like urban legend. Like, you know, orange M and M's make you horny. <laughs> They're really good boner pills. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, we gotta convince people of that now. That would be really funny. I would. I would really enjoy starting an urban legend. I think it, it would have to be something wild because I mean, there's so much. Like, everything's famous for five seconds now. It's funny. Andy Warhol almost had it. It's just the time frame just keeps getting shorter as we go forward. Somebody could be TikTok famous for no time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's quick. It's in a blink. It's, uh, it's so wild. It's amazing and, and terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I've been thinking about that, like, recently because... Um, some people I like that do content on YouTube also have a podcast. Crazy, I know. But, like, <laughs> it is interesting when you think about, like, a lot of these people, like, they went to film school and for, like, editing or whatever because new media wasn't really a thing at the time. Like, now I'm sure if you went to certain film schools, they would be like, this is, like, I don't know, this program is short format productions. We do YouTube videos. We do TikTok or whatever. We talk about, like, you know, all, like, film composition and everything, but we've find a way 
like here's how to make it marketable for different kinds of formats which might not have existed before but like you have these people that go and like study for however long to become like a good editor and get good at like editing video and audio and different things and they take they took these skills and like went into new media like youtube or whatever to apply this to, to grow their brand and all this and it and even just like the divide in between like on camera talent or whatever and then it's like let's take this like take this same person and they're on a podcast now because their brand like constantly needs to expand to be relevant or like constantly needs to be diving into new formats and things to maintain and like a viewership and like an audience and all this and again i'm an idiot i don't know anything about these things so it's just interesting to me like how so many people like well i guess like we're gonna like the editor editors are like editors editors aren't people that appear appear on screen but sometimes they do and like some really good actors are also really good writers but it's interesting like when you go to youtube and watching like a lot of the people end up having to be everyman or like renaissance characters that can do every skill like they'll write sketches they'll get other people to act it they'll edit it themselves they might be in a different sketch or whatever um and i was thinking about that for like a lot of like let's players and stuff that i've enjoyed like a lot of let's players end up like having like a really good editor because that's necessary and then the audience develops like their own kind of relationship with the editor and they know the editor from like how they kind of put their own mark on the video and then right. sometimes they really like it when the editors are in videos or like have an insert thing in the video where they like are responding to what's happening live by like leaving edits or text on screen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but they might not be like on screen talent as a thing, but then they're like interesting enough that they can be. I don't know. I was just trying to mull over these dynamics recently, like not trying to like go anywhere. Um, like academically with it but i just thought it was something interesting yeah that is interesting is it because i feel like i've been talking and i'm getting nothing and i don't know what to do (laughs) i'm sorry no i was just i was just enjoying what you're saying i agree i uh i've thought about like what it would be like to have a youtube channel and i feel like it would be very difficult like i i have to commend the people who edit and like film and like you like you were saying get all the actors and write all the sketches and shit like that because i don't think i could do it i i there's parts that i think i could but i would have a really hard time i think um collaborating effectively because of the way my personality is i would probably like have a hard time i think going through like the reading process and like compromising with people on a lot of stuff because I, right. I i would definitely be the auteur with like way too much ego um <laughs> i could see that as a problem at least um i think for me it would just be like i would never be able to post it because i would always be able to find a problem i hated editing argle bargle for a long time uh, I wanted to pull all my teeth out recently editing an episode because both of us would just snivel and snort and keep talking because uh, we had a cold. <laughs> both of us had a cold when we recorded and I wanted to fucking shoot you and myself. But like 
it was painful. It like what kind of fucking monsters like and so then I went here and, and anyways like it's I can't remove the from the fucking audio. There's a few times where I did. I managed it, but most of the times you can't do it cleanly. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with both of us? And neither of us have any experience in it. We're just figuring out as we go. But still, yeah. I hate you personally, and I hate myself as well. So <laughs> That's fair. I understand. I'm not sure you understand just how miffed I was while editing. But it used to be much worse. And like in one of the first, one of the very first ones I did, I removed basically every moment of silence. And normally there's a filter for doing that in this, but because we're real people, there's never moments of real silence. So you couldn't remove it like just using a filter really. Um, I mean, maybe somebody better at this than I could, but like I had to like go in, I was trying to remove all the pauses in between replies. So it was like more constant stream because I, I like that, but not everybody's going to like that. Right. I, it's now I've kind of resigned myself to be it is what it is. And like when I listen to like a lot of podcasts, like a lot of like considering we're amateurs, it's fine because there's ones yeah. that I've listened to. It's like, I know you have a bigger budget than ours, which is zero. So like, <laughs> I know like you, you don't have an excuse. Mikey still has an excuse. Um, one of these summers or something, if I'm not so busy for a while, I think I am going to take some like audio visual courses. And then when I feel like I'm an expert, you cannot imagine the shit storm I will visit upon you when I feel like I have a valid opinion about why you're <laughs> shit at recording audio. You just fucking wait, yeah. pal. I can't wait. Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> It's just a short note, and it says fucking <laughs> No, well, we're going to censor that one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> On that note, I think it's time for another green text. <laughs> oh, speaking of artists and artistry and developing your skills, be furry artist. <laughs> make about 250 dollars each commission and it takes me about Holy three shit. days to do one so divide that up it's actually not that great okay they actually you know what they might not be paying a whole lot of tax if they're not reporting it or something <laughs> so who knows well also it doesn't, like furry artists might slip through the cracks it doesn't say <laughs> how many they do at one time either i guess but 250 dollars each commission it takes three days to get one done oh it depends on what you consider like a good income. Let, let, okay, pause, pause the green text. Pause the green text, Mike. Okay, so there's 365 days in most years. Right. Divide that by three. We get 121 <clears throat> and two thirds. Let's assume the guy takes a few vacations. So we'll say it's 121 uh, furry commissions a year. We'll multiply that by $250. Fuck me. 121 times 150. $18,150. No, it is not a great wage. No, it's not great. Oh, but, but I mean, if it's a side hustle, it might be all right. Yeah, but it's not. Uh, Patreon <laughs> is getting me over 4000 a month just to post my commissions there. All right, Shit. now we're working with fire. <laughs> Four times well, twelve is forty-eight. So we're gonna add forty-eight thousand. 
We're up to $66,150. Okay. Patreon's getting me over 4K a month just to post my commissions there. Not even that well known yet. I vomit about five to six times while making each commission because I find furries fucking disgusting. <laughs> Get some really fucking disgusting commissions like tigers shitting on the heads of wolfmen while horse masturbates in the corner. Okay. I charged right. over $500 for that one and the guy actually fucking paid up front. If I do regular art, I wouldn't even make a fifth of what I'm currently making. I can't handle real jobs either. And I hate my life. <laughs> Furries are committed, man. <laughs> Fuck, they're so much wealthier than you'd think, too. You say what you want. They're committed. They're committed. They're committed to their craft. They're committed to they're committing crimes. <laughs> against culture. I want to know where he's putting that picture. <laughs> what, you want to go find his Patreon, pal? It sounds like you gotta pay to watch it. No, I want to know where the person putting it, like the buyer, is putting it. In their masturbatorium, where do you think? <laughs> they print it out, they put it in a protective, like, laminate seal, and then they make it rain. <laughs> Literally. Oh. <laughs> Uh, there's another furry one I gotta find here. Oh, I can't find it. Damn it. I may have already read it in one of the other episodes. There's uh, actually quite a few green texts about uh, furry artists. That's amazing. Typically, it sounds like it's not fun. Because <laughs> I, I get to if it's your... Okay. We're going to talk in hypotheticals here because it's going to get weird. People can be picky about their smut. Like, they might scroll through it as if they're going through TikTok waiting for just the right thing, right? So if right. it's something you're paying for, let alone free stuff you can find out there, you want them to get it right at some point. Maybe it's the first yeah. one you ever buy. It's like, oh, this is perfect, thanks. But you develop a taste, a desire, a hunger maybe. And it's like, no, this is my artistic vision. You are just bringing it into this world. You're my midwife for smut. I've birthed this idea. Now you better, and I mean better, draw a giant otter on a tightrope, completely nude over a pile of naked rhino men, or so help me God. I pay for your I pay for your food, you little shit. Now you draw it. <laughs> I'm sure they're not quite so rude, but if they had the ego I think I would have if I was an auteur, then maybe they do. If they have all this money, maybe they are kind of psychopaths or whatever. Maybe. Sociopaths. Yeah. <laughs> We know that that picture is going to be drawn now, right? It's, I regret describing such a specific picture because it sounds like I've already commissioned it when I was just trying to think of something off the top of my head. I was like, well, it's an animal I haven't mentioned yet. It sounds like you're, you've are you given a lot of thought oh, to it, honestly. Oh, beans. They're on to me. I almost, I almost want to search for that. 
but I don't want it in my search history <laughs> to see if it already exists. That w- wouldn't that be fucking crazy? We stop predicting the deaths of people and we start predicting furry smut. <laughs> I mean, it's not predicting because it's kind of the rule 34 kind of deal. It probably already exists. That's true. Yeah, whatever you can think of, it's probably already out there. Yeah. And there's probably worse versions of it than what you could ever imagine. I got good at art so I could actually find something that appeals to me. I had to make my own. I had to bring it into this world. I'm a smutsmith. I forged it with these two hands and this $5,000 computer. And Greg, my model, covered in ping pong balls in a morph suit. Oh my god. Greg the intern gets on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Pretends to be a big orca man because I pay him peanuts. (laughs) Just like you behind a camera throwing shrimp at Greg the intern on a table in a morph suit. Looks sexier. (laughs) Flex those pecs, Greg. You were nothing when I found you as a Victoria's Secrets model. (laughs) Didn't realize they hired men, but I didn't think this far ahead in my improv. You were nothing. You were just an international model. I raised you up to be a smut intern. (laughs) Put on the mask. (laughs) Put on the mask. We got so many commissions this week for fucking uh, uh, puffin boys. <laughs> Puffins are the juggalos of the furry world. Oh my god. <laughs> what with their colorful beaks and plumage. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh my god. I almost want to commission a furry artist to make a new thumbnail for the show. Just an alternate <laughs> thumbnail. I think that's a great More idea. That, I want to send them like dozens of photos of you and said, I don't care the animal. Do what your heart tells you. Can make you make my best friend a furry. It's his birthday. Oh my god. On the honeymoon, I get you a fursuit. <laughs> <laughs> and we all discover something. <laughs> it's binary. We decide, we find out that night how we actually feel about it. <laughs> oh, shit. That's so good. Oh, man. I would love to interview a furry artist. Just to see, like, what is the worst thing? No, I don't think you want to know that. You ever ask a cop what the worst thing they've ever seen is? Don't. I've done it. It's a mistake question. (laughs) The same applies to furry artists. They've seen shit. They have a Roy Batty monologue lined up in case somebody asks, I've seen things you wouldn't believe. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't always get to make Blade Runner references, but it seems appropriate right now. It does. It worked very well. Oh, man. God, I wish I knew the full quote. <laughs> I'll act, you know what? I'll do. I'll take a bunch of famous movie lines and rework them as quotes from a furry artist. Just the, I love the full Dr. Manhattan monologue when he's going through his time thing in Watchmen. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> it's nineteen. It's nineteen sixty. No one's ever heard of a furry before. <laughs> <laughs> I slipped my first commission to my first customer, and he smiles. <laughs> <laughs> the year is nineteen ninety. I'm fabulously wealthy from all my furry. Work. Oh my god! And that I would be disgusted. amazing <laughs> to go back in time. And Invent create this? something stupid like that. Oh my god! <laughs> and just get a lot of money for it. Yeah, but the thing is, no, I don't think anybody now. There's nobody that anybody points to and says that's the that's the granddaddy of furries. To be <laughs> we fair, we don't know that. That's actually that's a really good point. I'm not in the community, so I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe it's a secret. Maybe it's like weirdly like Saint Nicholas or something. Like there's some weird bizarro store. It's like. Oh, no, 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 no. This famous historical figure, canonically furry. <laughs> All right. Who do we think it is? Name name the one person, the biggest historical figure that you think would be the leader of the furries. Do you want me to give a funny one or, like, truth? I want both. <laughs> Ancient Egyptians love their big animal-headed guys, right? Like, their gods. Oh, shit. I mean, that's, that's true. true for a lot of cultures, too. But, I mean, you look back, and they got the big, like, Anubis, like, jackal-headed man. Maybe somebody draw pictures of him thugging. <laughs> Maybe there's there's definitely hieroglyphics yeah. in some cave somewhere. He fares some people to the afterlife, and then he thugs them. <laughs> I think you I think you nailed it. I think you just like that is exactly what happened. But that's still not an, a, like a, a singular singular historical figure. So we'll say like uh Ramsey's the second. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Actually, that guy had so many goddamn kids. It's hilarious that there's a brand of condoms called Ramsey's. Like he had something like 200 kids. This guy fucked like it was his Holy job. Holy shit. Like his actual job wasn't running the country of Egypt. His job was fucking that's wild yeah it's fucking wild yes actually i could google to check that but i'm I'm pretty sure that fact didn't change since the last time i heard it okay i was wrong sorry it was a hundred (laughs) kids ramses ii one of egypt's greatest pharaohs is said to have fathered more than a hundred kids including 52 sons wow and maybe, just maybe, he had a fursuit. <laughs> yeah, we should go ahead and change the Wikipedia. Oh, I've been waiting to abuse my admin privileges. <laughs> That's why I've actually oh. been running the Death Note podcast, is to just try to be the first editor to add was to all the celebrities' profiles after they die. <laughs> gotta be number one there's first place and then last there's no in between 
<laughs> oh man i still can't believe he had 100 kids that's that's like too many <laughs> and i assume he didn't take the george foreman route with naming them he was probably less concussed than george foreman was but <laughs> it's gotta be hard to think of 100 names i mean i'm playing mountain player banner lord and my wife's got pregnant a couple times and i'm i'm I, we're at two kids and I'm starting to run out of period accurate names <laughs> that I like. Uh, after two? My brother's name is Fodor and I want to change it, but I don't because it's funny to me to keep it that way. I like it's it. It's Fodor yeah, the funny. Smith. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at the Argle Bargle Pod and send us some emails. If you are a furry artist, Jesus send us in Fuck. your worst commission oh don't jesus Christ. not the picture just you're in the charge. description you're please. in charge of the emails it's go you it's on your soul you can send that to the argo bargo pod at gmail.com and uh thanks for bringing in thanks for bye short be me play pokemon platinum at work on an emulator do it every time i'm bored even though i'm not allowed to but nobody really cares nice. have a team full of only cute pokemon i love <laughs> my pokemon especially parachizu i have no fucking clue what that is never heard of it play every day after finishing dumb excel sheets one day i went to play pokemon and my save file is deleted oh shit Got an email from the IT guy. You have shit taste and your team sucks. And then I cry <laughs> because my Pokemon are gone. What do I do? <laughs> do you think the Chad IT guy w- would have been like, I respect you having a team of six Machamps. <laughs> respect. Absolutely. Absolute Chad. I think you restart the game and just have my champs. You have shit taste and your team sucks. <laughs> like, do you think there was a test and that they failed? Like, if they had like a cool enough team, it would have been fine. <laughs> Probably. Name your dream Pokemon. I think this IT guy just did it just because he's like, I hate these Pokemon. This guy's stupid. I love that. Like, time to search the whole network. Oh, yeah. Got a ping for Pokemon. (laughs) All right. You have to impress your local IT guy. What do you have on your Pokemon team? Go. Right now. All right. Uh, Blastoise. Classic. Gotta go Machamp, obviously. Okay. I mean, a Dragonite would be cool. Okay. Vaporeon. Okay. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And those that no no. I mean, I feel like just having Pikachu in there would just for nostalgic sake, I guess. Alright, they're absolutely blazing through this. <laughs> How many is that? Five. <laughs> I need one more? Yes! Okay. Uh Gyarados. Alright. So you have a water heavy <laughs> team. Yeah, very water heavy. Very there are lots of water. I like the water Pokemon. They're my favorite, I think. Yeah, no, fair enough. Well, all right, you go. Your turn. Uh, uh, 
uh, Metacross. I was trying to think what Beldum evolved into. The big okay, nice. metal guy from uh, uh, Gen 3. Kangaskhan, yeah. of course. Uh, nice. The, the final form of Axu. Uh, um, uh, shit. Um, also Machamp. <laughs> Arcanine. And... Nice. Uh, probably like something weird. Probably like a, just an absolute like joke Pokemon. Um, Mr. Mime. Oh, fuck me. No, he's too creepy. I, I can't deal. I hate Mr. Mime. Uh, something weird. Something funny. Uh, like a Bidoof. I don't know. I love it. I'm going to change my Pikachu. <laughs> to a Bidoof? <laughs> no, Gyarados. No, you already uh, have a Gyarados. Gengar, I mean, <laughs> Gengar. Okay. Oh, I fuck. Yeah, no, I want a Haunter. I take it back. I want a Haunter. I know it's not even the final, but Gengar looks silly. I like Haunter. <laughs> I think I got all Gen 1. Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> and I, I only you really I... You can really age me by my Pokemon oh, choices. Oh, yeah, it's funny. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. No, but they were good then, right? Everything after when I liked it is bad. Exactly. Bye. <laughs> See you later.